an article appeared in my feed. I saw the same article pushed in several publications titled, We are setting them up for failure. Boomers supporting their Gen Z and young millennial children are having their retirement ruined and savings raided, which really upset me. Maybe it upset me because um, it is something that I've had to do, but with pleasure. Uh This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Maybe it is something that I had to do because we believe in this particular family unit, that that is what it is, a family unit. And the family unit can be insular, grow, depending on what size it needs to be, etc. But I'm going to go there in a little bit. Not many see the implications of the article, but the article's sentiment and advice are anti-family. The instantiation uh, of the capitalist doctrine. We will cover this. And first of all, before I get started, I want those parents that are listening now who have followed their stockbrokers, who have, fo- who have followed the advice of their stockbrokers, who have followed the advice of their money managers, who have followed the general advice in the tenants out there. This is not a guilt trip at all. because. What we have as a society has always been an indoctrination. And that's not America only. That's all over the world. Every society is an indoctrinative state. Uh, that's, just li- that's just how we are. To some extent, my parents indoctrinated me. My, I probably indoctrinated my daughter because that is, that, you know, indoctrination just means there's a certain set of values that don't necessarily have any scientific way of why it should be that way, but that's just how the culture develops. And in America, we have a cult, we have an individualistic culture. We have a culture that says more about yourself. You care about you. If you take a look at our gun debate, our gun debate is there because I want the ability to have a gun. I want the ability to do as I please. I, 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 right? You look at uh, 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 Ayn Rand, it's about not, not caring about the collective, not caring about all of us all. It's about me, me, me. Even Ayn Rand, that woman who believes solely in, in, in selfishness, even when she was on her deathbed, she depended on us all, social security. So th- there's nothing called I, I, I in reality, right? We're all codependent it's hard to accept many a times that i need you all of us needs each other and when we realize that we need each other and we believe in that concept it's amazing how much better life is because no longer are we just trying to hoard for ourselves but we haven't we haven't gone through that yet right now 
we're still because again of our indoctrination and that's why i'm saying what i'm going to say here please if you have uh, if that is the path that you take in remember we understand that is how we've been reared that is how we've been indoctrinated in just about all these things that we do anyhow um i, I want to start out with the article before i get into my soapbox the article starts out Everyone wants the best for their kids. That's true. Most people are good people. Whenever it's happiness, health, or wealth, parents and guardians want their kids to have an abundance of each. But at what cost to their own livelihoods? That is that that sentence immediately got to me. At what cost? Everything has a cost. We understand that. But to then say that, all right, I want good for my kids. But when you say at what cost, that all automatically gives you the feel like, well, uh, you know, I want things good for my kids as long as it's good for me first. But, you know, if it's not going to be good for me, well, to hell with my kids. I mean, the sentence doesn't say that. But the implication from it thereafter when you look at it in a different context, get what I'm saying here. Courtesy of skyrocketing rent prices, soaring inflation, student debt, and turbulent post-pandemic job market, parents of Gen Z in particular may have to support their children more than previous generations. A recent survey from Bankrate found that... This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 68% of parents are either supporting or have supported their adult children in the past, saying as a result, They delayed their own financial milestones, retirement, paying off their own student debt, even had to take cash out of emergency savings to do what? To help or take care of their kids. And to this article's writer, who generally, uh, you, you take a look at where these articles are printed. It's generally in some sort of a financial magazine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And my thing is like, yeah, uh, increase rents, increase all these prices are higher now that we are those who are baby boomers and Gen X's. We never had the kind of prices to go to school and all of that that our kids have right now. When I came to the United States, I paid the highest tuition rates than anyone else because I was a foreigner my first year and I paid $40 a semester hour. When, uh, when I became a Texas resident and I got my green card and I started on the path to, to become a U.S. citizen, 
I became an in-state tuition in Texas, and it went from $40 an hour to $4 an hour. When it was time for my daughter to go to UT, same university, her cost in real dollars was higher than my cost as a foreign student going to the University of Texas. What am I saying here? Uh, to equate what boomers and Gen Xers went through financially with what Gen Zs and millennials are going through, the kind of costs that they have relative to the kind of costs we had, it's a lot higher. And I want to put a little mea culpa on it on our generation. We are the ones who elected those people that believed in this supply side type economics that made, that created that wealth gap that put many of us in the situation, that put many of our kids in the situation that they are in today. So there is some mia culpa to go around why things are so expensive for them, why school costs so much for them. We are partly responsible because of those that we chose to elect, right? And yes, it may have given some of us a tax cut and a, and a little bit better. Me, 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 I, I, I. It may have given some of us a better, a, a, a marginally better life at the expense of our kids. So now that our kids need more help than we did, these consultants want you to feel guilty. And by the way, remember I said most Americans are good people? Look at what this article is saying. This article is saying 68% or so of parents are putting their retirement on hold or taking money out of their funds to help their kids. Again, most people are good. And that has a material effect on the stock broker. That has a material effect on the stock market. That has a material effect on that money manager who wants to hoard your money to keep moving up, right? If a lot of parents are starting to help their kids or it becomes vogue for you to go ahead and help your kids more so than they want you to help them because that is money that you're not investing in their domain, that becomes problematic for them, right? Because all they make their money from is using your money, you know, making money off of money. And if you're using your money to not give your kid, I don't look at the monies that I give my kid as just a wasted piece of dollar. It's an investment not only in my kid's future, not only in my kid's growing up well-being, even as it cause as it i have to do it more so than they did with me because of so the society we live in it's an investment in family and you know what uh in people have a tendency to believe that somehow not it, uh, investing in you and you doing well and necessarily not helping those in the family that needs help, that somehow then in your later years, oh, it's going to be okay because you have more money in your retirement, because you have more money of your own. But you know what that leads to? A society where as you grow old, you're thrown into a nursing home and not with the love of family, you know, uh, taking care of you because no, it's all antiseptic. You saved a lot of money and you even saved enough to be in a nursing home. Most don't. Most can't. But I mean, for those who can't, 
That's what the stockbroker is telling you. You know, put your money away. Give your money to that insurance company who can get you in a nursing home because they've used your money and now they're going to give some of it back to you to be in a nursing home. Whatever happened to family? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Family. Well, we never nurtured family. The economic system isn't designed to say, let's do the things that nurture family, that keeps, that makes families feel responsible for each other. Not only in youth, but in elder, uh, but when you get old, you wonder why today nursing homes are the big thing. And in the, in the traditional American family, why is it that after one gets old and needs a little bit of help, other than, yes, both host households are working, they folks throw their parents into a, into a nursing home, etc. Uh, without any feeling of, I wish I could from some, it's the system that is keeping the families apart. A, a, a while back, somebody once said that, um, you know, our welfare system uh, destroys the family. And in a lot of ways, they were right. I mean, uh, w- w- uh, the people on welfare, they used to keep, they, they wanted you, the father to be out of the house because if the father is in the house, there's less, there's more money that's gotten. All these kinds of structures were created that, you know, that, that did this. And all of it was because of how much money one was willing to give under what circumstances we wanted to give the least possible. So what am I saying here? What am I trying to get across here? And I'm going to get a little bit more of the article, then I'll, I'll, I'll stay that. A recent survey from Bankrate found that 68% of parents are either supporting or have supported their adult in the past, adult children in the past, saying as a result, they delayed their own financial milestone. And I lo- believe in it, they look at that statement as a problem. I look at that statement as, as saying, Above and beyond the pressures from the, the, the Wall Street folks telling you, don't, don't be giving those spoiled brats any money. You go ahead and throw it into your savings account. Look, I'm not saying to be irresponsible or to create irresponsible kids. But, I'm, but what I'm saying is whenever you hear the statement about giving money uh, first to the stockbroker before you help your kids or before you invest in your kids, I find it problematic. Now Gen Z and millennials say on average they shouldn't have to start pay off, paying off their bills until they're 22. Okay. Uh, most of us don't ever pay off our bills till we are 60-something. You doubt it? Take a look at the numbers. The data found millennials think that... I'm not going to read that part about the data think of what millennials... Because it was clear that the author of this piece, however, had a severe bias against Gen Z and millennials. And I don't even consider it a bias other than it is something to make parents who decided to help their kids feel guilty because they want you to stop. They want your money. 
They want you invested in your retirement. And look, if investing in your retirement, all these things are important. <laughs> that said, large, most Americans right now can't even do that given our current economic state, uh, our permanent economic state, that is. Uh, then they want to give you illustrative examples now, right? Welcome aboard Eric Hayes to the program. They want to give you illustrative examples. So they have a subtitle in the article that says, helping my kids so much was a huge mistake. You know, the way these, I don't know if you remember yesterday, I play, or two days ago, or I think it was on the Friday show. I said, uh, my wife was watching a program on TV where it says that electric cars are heavier. And because electric cars are heavier, the wrecks are going to be more substantial with the electric cars. And there's this just out of the blue story comes out, the networks pick it up and suddenly they put in the mind of people that somehow electric cars were dangerous, right? And I, after my wife kind of looked at me with concern, I said, hey, don't listen to that. The reality is uh, they're saying electric cars are heavier so the, the wrecks could be more substantial. True, mass, and, and, you know, the mass, the larger mass, that's what it gives to you. But you know what? Did they tell you that, and by not burning gas, there more, there's less benzene in the air, et cetera, which for all those people who would have gotten cancer, which is quite a few of them, not just the people in a wreck, that burning fuel in fossil cars and taking that car off the market saves more lives than that. Did they tell you that? Oh, no, I never thought about it that way. The same with this article. This article subliminally is teaching us something. When certain articles come out, we have to know the sources, we have to see where they come out, and we have to understand why they are written. And when you see articles like this that are trying to promote, like I mentioned in the beginning of this program, a certain indoctrinative state, a way of controlling your mind in a certain way, they're trying to tell you how you must behave, what you must do. They want to change your modal. When you look at the insular family who originated from certain countries, let's say China or other countries, a, a, a Chinese family comes over here and that insular unit, I'm not talking about an Americanized Chinese family, but a Chinese family that comes over. Uh, and, and, and by the way, it's not only here in the United States. I'm from Panama, Central America. And when they migrate to Panama, the culture within that culture, they start uh, they start a little store by going to different family members and they're putting their monies together. They're not going to Wall Street or a banker that is that. And I'm not I have nothing against a banker or Wall, well, Wall Street. I do have a lot against, but a banker that is doing, uh, you know, as the last resort. Right. But they build their businesses from families in Panama and Colón, where I'm from. You'd see a company come, a little store that sells a slice of bread, a piece of cheese, all these kinds of things for the worker who's just going off to breakfast. And they start that store little from a little bit of money is from their, the family members and the kids get a little bit of money to go do this. And then slowly it, they build upon what the families together put together at that culture. That culture is anathema to what we have in a lot of ways. Why? Because we don't want that. We don't want it to be that you raising money from the families around to, to build things because you cut out those, that small number of people who want to make money off of your money, right? If 
If people start doing that and we start having a collective society where a group of friends get together and say, hey, you know what? Let's build this sort of stuff together. Hey, John is really good at that and he has this great idea. We are going to invest in John. Hey, you've just cut out the banking, you've just cut out that capitalist system that wants to use you as a piece of capital to generate a little bit of income for somebody else. That family that used to get together and say, you know what? Hey, auntie, brother, sister, uh, let's have this deal. All of us put X amount of dollars in a pie and work together. Or to put it more, more local, invest in your kid who later on succeeds who later on know that they have a family that's backing them and gives them that much more self-worth, give them that much more uh, a feeling that they have a backing. And then when you get old, when you get old, because it's the unit, you know you're not worried about, ah, you're going to be thrown in in a nursing home with no relationship to those kids. You know, my... My, uh, my, my, my wife and I were watching uh, a newscast one time several years ago, and there's this woman uh, who, uh, you know, her house was in disrepair. She lived alone. The heat was gone, all of that. And the newscaster said, you know, and it's interesting, her daughter is a doctor. Her uh, son is an engineer. And all of that they were talking about. And, you know, this woman is living like, this right and my wife was like look how lousy those kids are and you know initially i said yeah that's you know how do you let your mother your parent or any family member live that way when uh you're in this particular situation right and then i thought for a minute and i said you know people in general people are good and people are people are general reciprocative you know there must be something there And when you see stories like this one that I'm reading that seems so benevolent, but what it teaches you is to take care of you first, right? So that that, that kid that's a doctor now is thinking of taking care of themselves first. That kid that's an engineer is probably thinking about taking taking care of themselves first, right? Uh, It it, it is not, not of second nature because that parent that now needs probably took care of themselves first. I'm not saying I know that for a fact, but I'm saying knowing the goodness in people in, in, in the aggregate, you can see how that indoctrination of taking care of self first can be extrapolated. So I wanted to start off with this story because in effect, I'm saying let's not let externalities, let not, let's not let a financial system, let's not let articles like this give you a second and and if you're out there helping your kids because they're having a hard time if you're out there helping your kids because you know they they, they want to finish school and the, the, it's so expensive now and you decided to go into your 401k you decided to go into your retirement this article wants you to feel guilty about it don't take your money away from the stock brokers we need your money to make money uh do not feel bad or a, a, a bad feeling for doing what is the right thing to do. You may not have a million dollars when you retire, but you'll have the love of your kid. You will have a kid that you've invested in. You would have the things that matter. And you know what matters? Human relationships more than any piece of dollar matters. It does 
matter. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.